Hey everyone, a lot of you know the last few months have been kind of difficult for Joy and the health uh, situations and issues uh, that they've been having and that we've had to deal with. Because of Joy's health, our time to make new episodes for Stoke the Wild have really been few and far between. Um, and these next few months, they're they're not going to be any easier as surgeries and recovery will require, will require Joy to rest as much as possible. And because we have kids, of course, we typically record at night or uh, sometimes get up early in the morning while they're still asleep and to get new episodes in. And that time now has really been needed for Joy to recoup or even just to rest in preparation for the surgeries. Um, and just with the hospital visits in and out, being at the ER and all these different things, it's been it's been tough to find that time. And um, that's one of the, you know, sometimes cons of creating a show where you're both in the same house and you both got to uh, take care of the children. And um, anyway, because of that, I'm going to be trying something different for the next few weeks, maybe even for the next few months, just depending on how the surgeries go and the recovery process goes. And I'm going to be creating these little podcast shorts, little 10 to 15 minute episodes about things that either I'm doing, working on as an artist or even learning as an artist um, and enjoying just things that I've been enjoying each week, uh, mostly so that way you, you all can continue to have something to listen to um, as fans of the show, but also to not lose sight of what this project initially was. Um, Stoke the Wild being a podcast for creativity, and creativity sometimes requires flexibility. And um, if you're a patron of the show, you support us on Patreon, um, there's going to be some special things for you here. And if you're not supporting us on Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash stokethewild. Sign up there for as little as $5 a month and support the show. Uh, right now, um, along with our Patreon, um, the the income that we have from Patreon, um, and a GoFundMe page that some friends set up for us, um, we're trying to just raise some money to help with some of the hospital bills and some of the uh, things that will be kind of in flux as Joy is no, not working during this time and taking a short leave of absence from all the health issues. And so anything you're able to do and help support for not just the show, but for us as human beings is brilliant, fantastic, and we are so grateful for all those who have already um, supported and jumped in for that as well. And I'll have the links below for the GoFundMe and the Patreon, which you can check out and support um, if you'd like to. But on Patreon, I'm going to be taking these short podcast episodes that you're listening to and also kind of adding some video behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on kind of in the middle of that as well. So it'll have uh, some similar content to what you're hearing, but visually there's going to be some different things taking place as well as um, possibly some additional kind of content, perhaps even a little bit longer as those kind of get fleshed out. As well as during this um, here in the Northern Hemisphere in the United States in our summer weather, because um, I know some of you uh, listen from across the world, your seasons might be a little bit different. But here in our Northern Hemisphere as we um, are in summer now, um, I'm going to be kind of doing some Instagram live art demonstrations and Q&As through the summer as well. Um, and those will be available on my Instagram at Nick Dertinger Art, and you can check out that as I begin to post about when those will be coming up. So you can watch, um, even support again through commissions or purchasing books or materials from our website at stokethewild.com. Again, all that stuff just continues to go back to us to help not just create the show, but help our family as well. And so that's just uh, some of the stuff I wanted to kind of bring to your attention before this episode begins because it's going to be a little bit different. Um, and for the next few weeks, maybe even few months, the, the episodes are going to look a little different, sound a little different, because it's going to mostly be me. And um, just to respect Joy's healing and respect Joy's time 
and respect Joy's kind of like need for recovery and, and rest. Um, I'm going to allow that. Now, if you listen to 99Pod, um, Joy's podcast on um, kind of difficult conversations and things like that, 99 Lead Balloons, um, a lot of those episodes have already been recorded and will continue to come out for season two, as well as I think some bonus cool things happening for either in, 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 in touch with season three or with some stuff that's coming out soon that Joy has planned. So be on the lookout for that, 99pod.com for more information. Um, and you can listen to 99 Lead Balloons on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well because Joy has worked really hard to make sure those episodes are ready to go before um, a lot of these uh, health issues kind of keep Joy from working on that stuff. So um, that's not going anywhere, um, but it's a lot of that's been pre-recorded and is just waiting to be released. Uh, so you guys are familiar with that. Now, if you are, um, again, sticking around with us through this weird season, we greatly appreciate it. We're so thankful as we uh, just recently celebrated two years of doing the podcast. Uh, we're grateful, with, even with all the weird circumstances, the pandemic and all that stuff, that you guys, um, you people, you humans, you wonderful, amazing, awesome, 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 awesome people have been a part of this, and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you for just uh, participating alongside us as creatives, as artists, as listeners, as readers, as educators to make this possible because because of you that we like to do this and we like to have fun um all that being said i hope you'll stick it out with us that you'll be a part of this as we continue through this next weird season of things keep supporting the show and if uh if you can keep joining your thoughts and prayers as the surgery comes up because we appreciate that along with the recovery so let's get to it Hey everyone and welcome to Stoke the Wild, a podcast on creative arts and pop culture. I am your host Nick Dertinger and I am again thankful and grateful for each and every one of you and excited to be back for another episode now as we head into what we're calling the shorts. Um, summer shorts, the, the, the warm weather is shorts weather, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, we're doing some uh, something different and uh, this week uh, in this short episode... We're going to be talking about why we make things. And I've been thinking about this a little bit only because I've been in the process of creating a ton of stuff this year. And um, a lot of that are things that I haven't posted about or, or made like readily available for um, just the general consumer because a lot of it is a work in progress. Some of it is maybe uh, for my schooling because I'm in the uh, program for writers at UIC currently. And it's just been, it's been a lot of stuff, but um, for those of you who know me or have listened in since the very beginning, I'm pretty much like a, here's an idea, here's a project, I'm going to start it or like put it down on paper and just start to consume in some way, shape or form some of these ideas and put it, put it on paper because I think it, it it's cool and it's fun. And um, between, between the work that I've done for school uh, last Last fall, writing um, about 10 to 12 new poems alongside um, my poetry book, which was self-published and released last summer in July, which is available at StokeTheWild.com. You can check that out there. Um, I think it's on sale right now. So, yeah. And if you order it from me directly, you get a signed copy. Ba-boom. Anyway, the... Uh, yeah, I, I wrote like a bunch of new poems last semester, um, or in the fall, I should say. And then in the spring, I, I, I got a chance to be in the short story workshop 
And so I wrote a whole bunch of new short stories, um, about six or seven of them. And uh, I had about four of those kind of workshopped and, and I've been developing and kind of figuring those out in greater detail. But then also just over the last month, I wrote my first screenplay and it's just a, a 30 minute pilot episode for a possible TV show idea. And it's something I've never done before. I've always wanted to write a screenplay. I've done some script writing for like stage plays and stage performances, but I've never, I've never done a screenplay. And it's something I've always wanted to do. And it was a lot of fun. Like, uh, it gave me a chance to really, really like look at how screenplays are written. Like, not just, um, not just what is there in terms of content, but like the format of things and kind of developing that. So I read through a bunch of different screenplays. I, of course, I watch movies and TV shows um, that I enjoy when I can. And so having those influences and, and kind of figuring that out was really, really fun. And much like any other creative project I've uh, kind of thrown my hat in for, it's been one of those things where it's really terrifying, right? Like when you first approach this idea, like I'm going to create something, I'm going to make something, and I really hope it like turns out okay. And for me, this was terrifying. It was this big project, this big idea of something I wanted to see uh, accomplished, finished. Um, and I didn't know how long it would take. You know, you can easily, like when you're thinking about the why you're making something, it can be overwhelming. Like, well, I just want to try this or um, I want to enter it into a competition or hopefully it gets made or published or whatever. And for me, it was all about, initially, it was about this this uh, this project that is was in development that they were looking for for writers for, and you could submit a couple of screenplays to possibly kind of get your name in there. And I was like, I've never done this before, so I don't expect to get in. Uh, but I I've also never written a screenplay, and I I want to write, so I kind of like used their deadline to give myself a deadline. And you had to submit two or three of them, um, to to even be considered. And I got through one, of course, because I don't have these just like, you know, on my computer or available. Um, I got through one. And for me, it was, again, all about conquering that fear, right? Getting over this this idea of worry and being afraid to try something uh, new in my creative work. You know, as an artist, you know, whether it's painting with new materials, um, drawing new figures or in a different style or, or kind of workshopping those different ideas and things, it... it it's easy when you're on your own, I guess, sometimes to just be like, oh, whatever, nobody's going to see this. But it's a completely other thing when you think someone might read this, someone might see this piece, or I'm going to post about it. And then all those nerves and self-conscious ideas and, and things kind of take shape and take flight in how we're making those those projects. And uh, for me, it was all about conquering that fear. And I was really excited when it was finished. Now, it's, it's a total rough draft, like you know, could easily be pulled apart, I'm sure, by writers far better than I um, and people who have been doing this much longer than I have. But to have it done, to have it finished, was the goal. And it is done. It is finished. Will I revise it? Will I go back? Will I share it maybe with some close uh, writer friends who can give me some good feedback? Yeah, absolutely. And, I, uh, you know, we'll make those adjustments as necessary. But to have it done... To say I'm going to start this and finish it. Wow, that that was awesome. And having that finished is is awesome. And if you're a creative person, you you probably know what that's like. Like to say I'm going to start this and not just start it, but I'm going to finish it. Because it's really easy 
you know, to have your dartboard of ideas or your notebook of ideas and just to watch them pile up. But nothing magical is going to make it happen overnight, right? You have to put in the work, uh, just like with anything. And whether it's a page a day, a paragraph a day, a sentence a day, or whatever, like eventually if you're consistent in that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And so it was really cool to see those moments and the beats in the story kind of take flight for what I was working on and to have it done. And I was thinking about this recently, just this idea of like, well, why am I doing this? Why am I, why am I creating? Like, obviously, it would be amazing to have, you know, a book deal or contracts or movie deals or whatever else as you're creating these works that you would um, get rightfully paid for the work that you're doing. Um, but if we just waited until people were paying us to do the work, if we were just waiting until people were willing to offer us you know, first look deals or, or money for what we're doing, then I'd be waiting forever because nobody's going to pay me, you know, <laughs> um, at least not right away. If that's going to happen, it's, it really comes down to a matter of, I'm going to create what I like. I'm going to create what I want and what I like and what I hope to see. And ideally, hopefully with, with enough effort and with enough, uh, you know, attempts at putting things out into the world, one of those things will come back to me and it'll it'll be accepted somewhere, you know. Again, whether that's competitions or in workshops or in in some financial gain, like yeah, that'd be nice. But if that never happens, why am I making what I'm making? Why am I writing what I'm writing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Well, for me, in my belief, in my personal journey of uh, of humanhood, as well as uh, faith and and science and and love and storytelling and grace and beauty and wonder and all those different things that have been an influence on my life family friends all those different things right for me it comes down to I believe that I was made to create to create things right and that I have this creative instinct because I was created to do that and does that mean that those creations are always going to be successful? No, absolutely not. And I know from my own experience that a lot of those creations are not successful. But that doesn't dismiss the drive or pull away from what it is I'm trying to do, nor does it dismiss and take away this desire to continue to make things, regardless of who hears it, sees it, or experiences it. I'm doing it for me. My um, my therapist you know, says that this is a part of processing. And I'm like, yeah, probably. But at the same time, it's not like everything I write is like a way of, for me to process some sort of past trauma or idea or symptom. A lot of times it's just like, no, I have this cool idea and I'm writing. So I don't, I don't necessarily think that all of it is process. But for me, it is a way of at least getting those things out of my heart and out of my mind and onto paper, whether that's with ink and paint or it's with, you know, writing my stories because I have this idea and I want it somewhere, even if it's just for me. And I think when we go back to that why, why are we making what we make? Why are we doing what we're doing? Why have I decided to throw my creative energy into this? I like to remember that it's because I love it. I was made for it. And whether it's successful or not, whether someone pays me or not, I'm going to always do it because I enjoy it. And for you as a creative or as someone who's maybe 
done other things with their lives but have always enjoyed creative works. For you, maybe it's just a matter of saying, I'm going to make the thing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of jump in and just try and get something done because I enjoy it. I love it. It brings me joy, happiness, wonder, whatever it is. And enjoying what we make and why we make it, I think it's far more important than measuring it based on quote-unquote success um, through fin- finances or competitions or awards. Those things are great, and don't get me wrong, if when that happens, I will gladly be excited for it and grateful for it. But if I lose the why, if I lose why it is I'm excited about what I'm doing, if I lose the why I got into this in the first place, if I lose the why of what I'm trying to accomplish, that this is to you know, make the things that I like, that I want, that I'm proud of, that I'm excited for, that I, that I enjoy, if I lose that, then all of the creative work and the creative things that I'll do will be more about everyone else. And it sounds kind of selfish because you want to, you know, create things that people enjoy. But if I don't enjoy it, it's going to have less soul, less heart, less passion, um, and be far less, I think, accepted than if it resonates with me first as the creator. If it resonates with me as the creator and people see my passion and my heart in what it is that I'm making, then I think they'll be more likely to connect with it as well. So remember your why. Remember your why. Why are you making what you make? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why have you approached your creative projects, your creative passions, your creative desires with this attitude that you have? And how are you going to continue to push that why as you get creative to finish a project you started to start something new, to get over that fear, to launch into something new with what you have. Why are you making what you make? That was the first episode of Stoke the Wild Shorts. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you'll stick around as we go through this wild and weird new season of things, um, just giving this a try. Uh, You can find more information about Stoke the Wild at stokethewild.com. Send us an email with your projects, ideas, things that you've got going on. If you want to be held accountable for, for finishing those projects you start, stokethewild at gmail.com. Um, you can also write in and just tell us your thoughts, examples, things that you're looking forward to when it comes to creative work or things you've watched or read that you think we should check out. And you can follow us, Stoke the Wild, um, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Stoke the Wild for all those. And you could find me at Nick Dertinger Art on Instagram or at Nick Dertinger on Twitter and see the different things I retweet or write about or thoughts I have, as well as some of the art as I post about those things as well. And don't forget, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash stoke the wild. Thank you to our patrons, uh, Krista, Ross, and Renee, who have supported us since the beginning and have been a part of what we've been doing. We appreciate you and are thankful for you and all that you uh do to help us continue to make the show and we will catch you guys next time. Peace.